Welcome to the University of Adversity, where the only rules of the class is to hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And now, here's your host, Lance Ecos. This episode is brought to you by Mike Young, the makeover master. If you feel your business image might be costing you money, influence, power, and respect, then head over to makeovermaster.com to discover what their complete brand makeover experience is all about. Go check it out right now because everyone deserves to look their best. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of University of Adversity. I'm your host, Lance Isios. Man, my next guest has overcome some remarkable setbacks in his life from losing all opportunities to play college football, transitioning to social media, growing his following to over two and a half million followers across multiple platforms. This guy's been through it all. I want to leave some for him to explain. He has an incredible resume and he can help so many people. He's been through so many struggles. He's also an author of Anything is Possible. So I can't wait to dive in and just get some gold from this guy. Brendan Myers, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm super excited to be here. I'm all about adversity and it's just like, it just fits. You know, it's just like when, when you know it, you, you know it and it fits, this fits. Yeah, bro. It's a gift, right? If you don't go through that shit, you never grow. And it's like, as soon as you realize that it's happening for you and not to you, things start to change. So let's, uh, I, I'm so excited to hear your journey, man. on like where you started Maybe just take us back, fill in some gaps here, and uh, let's dive deep, man. Let's uh, let's uh, let's let's find some gold. Yeah, yeah, man. So, um, you know, I'm I'm more so a, a present guy, right? I love talking about where we are now, where we are today. But I'm going to like jump back real quick, just so anyone listening, you can can really understand. So, played football my entire life. Uh, did two a days, probably for four and a half years. You know, I was a structured guy. Everything was was a part of the strategy, a part of my life strategy. I wanted to play in the NFL, wanted to play with the big dogs. I did play with a lot of big dogs. Um, ended up playing collegiate football uh, at Florida Atlantic University for a year and a half. Um, and previous before that, you know, I, I, I suffered a severe concussion my senior year of high school. Um, and I, I had uh, post-concussive syndrome for about a year where I would look at myself in the mirror and I, I – it felt like I was the mirror looking at me. And so I walked around with the worst brain fog you could possibly think of. Um, I almost committed suicide. Um, I lost my opportunity to go play at Vanderbilt. So I ended up playing at Florida Atlantic University and playing football there. Um, and to get to that point, to even get to, to play football at the collegiate level, uh, I had to walk through life and, and, and get slapped in the face a couple of times. You know, I, I was 119 pounds freshman year of high school. Uh, my coaches told me I would never be anything. I would never play. Um, and it, it really affected me. You know, I, throughout my entire life up to that date, like I said, two days, I took a nap every single day for like 20 minutes exactly at a specific time. You know, I, I would just hustle, hustle, hustle because I didn't believe in myself because I felt like nobody else believed in me. And so I felt like I had to literally go against everything, all odds. It was me against the world. And I actually lived like that until probably six months ago. And, um, you know, so I played collegiate football, walked into my coach's office one day because I fell out of love uh, for the game. And I just said, hey, I'm done. And he, he said, turn around, look at who you could have been. And I was, I was the starting wide receiver. And so I said, hey, it is what it is. Now let's just keep on rocking. So I went up to North Carolina because I was missing football. 
and I tried to go play up there, Division One. And I walked into my coach's office about a week when I was up there. I just drove up there 12 and a half hours, and I said, I, I don't want to play this game anymore. I'm gone. So I left, and I drove 12 and a half hours home. Surprised my parents. They had no clue I was coming. <laughs> and uh, that was really when it took off with social media. You know, I studied the market like you could never imagine. Um, I failed many times. You know, I, I, I released an application, and it cost me $27,000, completely tanked. I spent $10,000 on apparel launches completely tanked. Um, I've launched a business called Awkward Society, completely tanked. I've vlogged every single day, didn't do anything for me. It completely tanked. And there's so many different aspects of this growth and where I've been and where I've, you know, just this journey that it's adversity is real, man. And so that's, that's where I let, that's kind of like the, the, the behind the scenes story. And then there's a lot more that happened that we can maybe dig into, but yeah, now I'm here. Now I'm owning an agency. Now I'm like, I'm killing it online and uh, I'm thankful. And I've really come across a, a lot of things. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, so many people, you know, especially the online space, like so many people just fail and then quit. Yeah. You know, like there is no, like failing doesn't even exist. Failing only exists if you just, you just stop and you go a completely different direction. Like you're always learning something, Right. And it's yeah. humbling. It's like whoever thinks that they're just going to fucking become successful overnight and never fail is kidding themselves, right? And like you almost want to fail because the more you fail, the more you're going to realize that, you know, yeah. you're going to get closer to something that you're actually, you know, meant to do. So, man, I yeah. love that. The, the, the truth is, and I want to jump in on that real yeah. quick, is that, you know, I didn't talk about the $100,000 that I lost on my dad's money. I didn't talk about you know, being on top of the world, having the, having the perfect girlfriend, the perfect situation of my life, having the Corvette, having the, the place next to the beach, having the team next to the beach, having the office, having my full health, and then losing it all. I'm talking about two herniated discs um, that, that started to uh, come to quad, this thing called quadraquina where you, you, uh, it's paralysis, right? And then you also lose control of your bladder and everything. You know, during that same week, that breakup, that, it flees in my house. I had like, uh, I tore my shoulder in four places. In a six month period, I had uh, sinus surgery, um, epidural shots, antibiotics, like all these different things. I almost fell asleep at the wheel two times from like uh, an attack from prednisone. I got addicted to pain pills. I got stung by a bee walking outside of my house during a hurricane. Um, I lost 60,000 followers. I, uh, left California, my home to Florida. I had to go back to move with my parents. I couldn't take care of myself anymore. Uh, I lost everything, right? In, in a six month period. And I lost my team. I lost my apartment. I lost, I literally lost my dog. I lost everything. And so that's kind of like, I, I wanted to, to add that in because that's really like where my life began. It was like, Hey, how do I break through this? Cause I almost, I almost killed myself. I mean, I, I don't bullshit around. I almost did. I was laying on my um, bed and I was looking at the fan and I was like, man, I just, I, I want to do it so bad. Like I'm like, life is just, is a bitch and I don't want to be a part of this. But then something shifted. All I did was close my eyes. I woke up the next morning. I have five text messages from people I haven't talked to in forever. And it literally jumpstarted my life. Wow, man. Wow. That's crazy. So, okay. Going through that stuff though. Okay. Can you look back in hindsight and just, you know, think about what was your mindset? Like, what did you, were you, you know, were you doing, was there like a pattern 
Were you complaining? Were you, did you feel like you were attracting it or was it just, yeah. you know, how are you thinking? Like, what were you I was attracting it? Yeah. I was attracting it. You know, maybe I dive got, in about that. I mean, I, I got addicted to pain pills. I started making my own freaking pain medication. I would take poppy seeds. I'll put it in a blender. And I'm not going to say exactly how to do it, <laughs> but you know, like I would do that. And it really was a representation of my own pain inside my heart and my own emotion. Right. And I was creating it all. That's all I was doing every single day was creating my own pain, creating my own misery. I would count like every second, like when am I, when, when is it my time? When am I going to die? When is it I'm out now? I'm like, I'm counting every, every second as a blessing. Like, wow, I, I love life. Wow. This is, this is amazing. And so when I was going through that, where I really took a stand in my mind was, uh, like when I really recognized that I was causing it to myself. Right. And, and it's so true. Like stress is created by mindset. It's created by mindset. It's, it's created by environment. It's created by relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. hundred percent. And you know, that's the thing. And this is the thing that I've, I've just recently learned and made a lot of sense, put into perspective, you know, pain will always happen, but, but to suffer is a choice. You know, suffering is a fucking choice, man. And you can either, you know, talk about poor me, I'm the victim, this and that and the other, or you can be like, all right, what is this teaching me? This sucks. I can feel that emotion. This fucking sucks. But what am I going to do to get over this? Right. And then you get over it and it takes time. Like, I'm not going to say that I've become a a master Jedi at that. That's a, it's a work in progress every day, but it's that realization like, okay, so you were struggling, bro. You sound like you're, I read your bio and I was just like, holy fuck, this guy's been through a lot. You know, <laughs> what was the, I know it wasn't, it's probably not one shift or one thing that went off. It's a work in progress. But like, what change did you make in your, your mindset? Because you obviously had to change. Like you're, you're obviously a smart dude. You learn a lot of fundamentals in sports and you know, we'll get into like your social media success, which is incredible. What, what was that switch? Like what, what made you change? Like what? This is what I would say. I didn't change until, like I said, five, six months ago. And I've been putting on this illusion as if I was changed this whole time. It was just a mask to my own pain and my own misery and the things that, that happened. I took a stand for myself finally and started becoming vulnerable. And when I started becoming vulnerable with my thoughts to other people, I started becoming vulnerable with myself. And when I started becoming vulnerable with myself, I was able to see past the inauthentic self of like, oh, like this happened to me or this happened to me or, or whatever was what was going on. Like I couldn't see it. I, there was like a huge wall because I wasn't vulnerable. I didn't even understand myself and I didn't even know where I was coming from. When I was growing up, nobody believed in me. I was always called names, even in front of my brother. I love him to death. But like even in front of my brother and nobody would take a stand for me. No one ever took a stand for me except for my parents. But you know what they say, like your parents are, yeah, they always always love you and you always have that connection. But like, that's not enough. It doesn't feel like enough. And so I didn't have the friends and the relationships and people like, oh, no, don't don't talk shit to him or don't call him creator face. Don't call him this or that. I just had to, I, I had to literally just live through it day in, day in, day out. And so I, I finally understood that. And actually just this past weekend, I like saw it and I was like, whoa, 
hold on. Nobody ever believed in me, or at least I thought that. And so how was I expecting to overcome things on my, on my own or even with other people or get into relationships or anything if I can't even understand myself? And that's where the root was. That would, that's been the shift for five, six months. It's literally the shift. It's yeah. yourself. That's it. Man, so true. And, you know, I can only speak for myself in sports, but like back in the day, you know, I'm 35. Um, you're probably around the same age or I'm not sure, but. I don't talk about age, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a lot younger than you, but. Okay. But when I was growing up, nobody talked about, you know, nobody was vulnerable. Right. I was, you know, in a family, nobody talked about their problems. Nobody, because we didn't want anybody to think less of us. And I realized that, um, that, that vulnerability, like you talked about is so important for creating freedom for yourself because yeah. you're, there's so many things like past surface level that go deep and that you need to, you, 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 those need to come to the surface, you know, and when you can realize those and you can face those demons, man, shit just starts to clear up, you know, everything. Yeah. You, and, you, and you start attracting everybody and anything. When, yeah. you finally, when you finally get vulnerable with yourself and you open up, you, you tear back all the, 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 the onion peels, what they call yeah. it, right? Yeah. You really start to feel all the emotions. You start crying. You start laughing more. There's not much anger because you're laughing and crying. When we were kids, when we were babies, what did we do? We laughed and we cried. Yeah, that's a good point. What else, did we, like, what else did we do? Seriously. Exactly. We came on our plate. If we didn't like it, we cried. Yeah. If we liked it, we just laugh and hit the, hit the table. And so that's the way I, I believe we should live today. Really. Fuck the anger. Fuck the judgment. The, the, all of these patterns are, have been learned throughout our entire life. So yeah. why not live as our present time baby self? If you, if you hang out with me, I joke around all day, all the time. You know, when I'm with a business partner, it's a little bit different, but like I'm joking around pretty much all day, all the time. It's because I live as a present baby. I'm, I'm experienced. I'm knowledgeable. I've been through a lot, but at the same time, I know that life is precious and we're never given back any moment. So why not live it the way we want? in here and in here. It's as simple as that, really. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, how powerful is that is when you're living your authentic self, when, when you show up on social media, when you do everything, right? Because when you're trying to be somebody else, you know, you're going you're gonna to make a mistake. One of the, you, don't, you know, when you're trying to be somebody else, you're trying to compensate too much. It becomes stressful, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Important. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, when, it's crazy how much stress you, you just create yourself. Yeah. It's, it's a consistent pattern. Like you create stress and then you start feeling bad. And then because you start, you start feeling bad, then you start relating with someone else that feels bad. And then they're attracted to your life. And then you guys start feeling bad together. And then you, you go over there and you go to on a date and you're like, Oh wow, I'm making this person feel bad. And then it becomes like a cycle of like just a feeling bad life. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, what, what's, the, what's the point of it? We have the opportunity every single day to shift. We really do. Yeah, and yeah. just like you said it, it's what does pain actually represent? If you were a kid and you were dropped and you fell on your elbow and it 
it, it like you felt pain and your mom screamed and cried like, oh my gosh, I don't know if you're going to be okay. We need to go to the hospital. Then now you're going to be associating that for the rest of your life as, ow, like if anything happens, it's major, it's bad, and we need to do something about it. Or if your dad literally just says, oh, deal with it, you're fine. Then you're, you're going to be, when you drop or, and, and, but at the same time, there's a spectrum. It's like a double-edged sword. It's like you're not vulnerable enough or you're too vulnerable. But that's the great thing about growth. And every single day we have an opportunity to bring that back to the equilibrium and really experience that vulnerability. Man, so, so true. It's, uh, I love it because I just came back from a retreat. You did too. It's like, there's a lot of like fresh, there's a lot of fresh stuff here, man. And just coming back into society, it's like, whoa, like you have this energy shift and then it's almost like coming back. It's like, you can feel people's energy, man. Like you can feel energy vampires. You can feel like, you know, you walk into a room, you're like, fuck, man, that guy's a downer. They just bring it down, right? <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, wow, that, that, that person's got this, like, this vibe and it's like, it's infectious. And you it know, makes I, them realize, right? Like, it, it, it really is, man. I'll, I'll tell you this. And I was actually just talking to uh, my good friend, Este, and, and we were saying how uh, right now I feel like women are just attracted to me they're just attracted to me about the aura that I'm, that I'm giving off. And I, it's being true. It's literally in present time. It just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of connection everywhere. And I was saying like, I was telling him this is the first time I've ever been this vulnerable. It's the first time I'm being myself 100%. I'm not leaving anything behind. I'm saying I'm setting intentions. That's, that's huge. Setting intentions. Number one, Number two, I'm just giving it my all. And because I'm doing that, and we can, we can expand off of just women, but like the, the ladies, like they love it. And we're meant to be partnered up with somebody in our lives, right? We're, connect, we're connected, we're humans. So like that's, that's where I think just, it's just what you give off, man. And, yeah. and that's where adversity is really struck. Yeah, for sure, you know, because there's, there's, there's masculine energy and feminine energy in all of us, man, you know, there, there really is. And if you, we can't just be that masculine energy all the time. You got to have that balance because it's super important to, you know, exactly like you, it, you people feed off that energy. It's a right. softness, right? It's, ni- it's good. It's nice to love yourself and have a softness to you as well as, you know, of course, be tough. Like we're, you know, go, you play tough sports and get beat up whatever. Yeah. Like the typical man stuff that we've done. Right. It's like, it's good to, it's good to be like, you love yourself and lovable as well, man. And I I'm realizing it more and more. And, and the more people can understand and have that love for themselves, it just becomes, it just grows outward, man. So yeah. dude. You know what? I'm I'm actually very curious about you. What does adversity mean to you? Man, honestly, adversity is just facing a, a problem or a struggle and being able to, for me, I look at it as fuel. You can either use it as like kryptonite or you, you know, you could use it as fuel to burn down your, your tree, your house, or you use it to blaze a trail. You know, mm. it's a struggle. It's a pain. It's, it's something that I don't get too attached to. I just know it's only a word, but there's shit that's gone on in my life that could have either taken me either way. You know, my brother committed suicide, my younger brother. Right. Mm. So I lost him to that. And then my dad got cancer um, within the uh, probably less than 18 months because of that. Right. So there was a lot of shit that happened and, and all kinds of stuff that we can talk about later. But um, yeah. yeah. And, and you can either you have that choice. 
You can either let it destroy you or you can let it fuel you. That's it, right? And to I'd, me, I'd rather be on a private jet. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, man, 100%. And you just, until you turn, you get yourself out of the victim, why me? You start embracing it, right? And guys like Tony Robbins, man, I, guys like that have, are just like, he just paints such a good picture about that kind of stuff. And, he does. Uh, you know, it, it's super important. So, victim, this, this is one thing I'll say about victim. Yeah. When you play a victim, you're living in circumstance. You're living in past circumstance. We're meant to live today, right now, right? And and the only thing that so like it's so funny how these conversations go. Like it always comes back to mindset, right? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just mindset, right? And, and we say it's just mindset, but that's that's the toughest thing to combat is your own mind. But that's why we need to peel back the the pieces of the onion so that we can get to the core so that it's just joyous. You know, it, it's just yeah, coming from a joyous place. Yeah. And man, I, this is just every time I talk to, you know, it's so funny because I go into this entrepreneurs, different people, successful, and you, you look at them and then we start to have this conversation and it always goes to personal development because all the guys that are becoming successful have fucking realized how important it is to fill your cup. Yes. It's, 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 it's becoming that. And it's just, it's so funny because like I had one guy on my show um, and Bobby stocks and I, this guy's like a, an amazing marketer. And I was like, you know, we started talking and all of a sudden it went to personal development. And just like this, it's like, Whatever that means to you, again, that's just a word, but like, you know, filling your cup and it's just amazing to hear like the like-minded people who want generally the same thing for themselves, be a service to people. Filling, filling the cup, man. Yeah. I actually want to touch on that because a lot of people don't understand truly what filling the cup means. When you fill your cup, you're filling your cup, not anybody else. You're filling your cup. And that can come in so many different ways. Delegation, you're filling your cup. Yeah. You're treating yourself. You know, it's, there's a word that I, that, I, that I can't stand, that I used to use all the time. It's called sacrifice. I can't stand it. It's because when we sacrifice something, when you relate it to the past, we're giving something up that, that holds to us. And I think that's bullshit. I think we have the power to surrender. It's okay to surrender something, right? Because it's our, in our own will. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm giving you this, but I'm not letting go of it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving it to you. It's a service. It's a level of service. And so the, the word sacrifice, man, I – fuck that word, honestly. <laughs> like with business, everything. Like when you're building your business and you got to sacrifice your own time and energy to do all these – that's not what you're doing. You're surrendering your time and energy so that you can build your vision, right? You're, you're not sacrificing anything. Sacrifice, it's like sacrificing an animal, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. You're killing it. Bro, you nailed it. That's, it's all perspective, you know? Like, yeah, and, you know, there's just that, that entrepreneur sort of stuff you hear online or everywhere, you know, certain, certain high-level people, you know, the hustle, hustle, sacrifice, sacrifice. Yeah. Kill yourself over it, you know? You know, and I believe, you know, there's obviously a, a certain amount of work you got to put in, but there's, there's also a certain amount of work, uh, thing of being able to love yourself and, you know, 
operate at a high vibration, man. Like it doesn't have to, it can be effortless. You put in the work, but it doesn't have to be a grind and a struggle all the time. It's true. You know, it doesn't have to just be like, that's the problem is that like people have this thing. I got to work fucking 15 hours a day and, and hate my life for that success. It's like, why is that? Why is that considered success? I got to be grumpy at work. The guy that's laughing at work is considered, uh, you know, like he's slacking. You know what I mean? You know why that is? I believe people want to work 15 hours a day. They want to hustle so hard. They want to do everything in the world because of their own image, because of their own, how they feel about themselves. Like there's so much more to life. There's so much more to fulfillment than just a job. I used to be that guy, 15 hour days, hustle so hard. Don't hang out with friends. Don't go on hikes. Don't go here. Don't go work out with anybody. Got to be structured. Got to maintain it. This, this, that, like, then I learned about being adventurous and I was like, holy shit, this is like, this is cloud nine. When you can structure things and be efficient, delegate, but also do what you love outside of business. And I used to be the guy that said, business is the only way I fucking love. I love my job. So I never work passion, passion, passion. Then I got sick and then I got injured. And I was like, oh, no, that's fine. Like, I, it's because of my regimen. Like, I didn't listen to myself. No, but then I got injured again. And I was like, wait a second. I'm putting in 15 hours of work. Yeah, I'm only working out for an hour, but I'm stressed the hell out. I'm not delegating. I'm not doing all these different things. And it all clicked one day. And I was like, whoa, if I want to overcome adversity, it starts with myself and taking care of my body, taking care of my, my well-being. What about going for hikes? I never used to go for hikes. I live in LA. I'm like, if you looked out my window right now, I live in like this, in, in, on this hill, you can go hiking right across the street. Yeah. It's like, schedule things. This is what I'm going to, this is what I'll say anybody listening. Schedule things every single week and check them off. So I have certain things. So go on a date once per week. Depends. Like if I'm in a relationship, obviously not, but like I will go on a date with that, with that person, significant other. Go for a hike, work out with someone go for lunch with someone, go to yoga once per week, make sure I go to my boxing coach once per week, go for a massage, like go to the movies once per week. And I've been hitting all those. So start off with a checklist each week and see how you feel. You'd be so surprised when you do all these different things with different people and you connect and you just talk about things, you become more vulnerable and you set intentions on your life, how much easier business and work becomes and how much more successful you become. Dude, it's that's awesome. Mind. That's awesome. You know, to have a check, a life checklist and not just work stuff, but like make sure that you're doing like the things that you like to do. Right. Call so your sister. Balance. Yeah. Call your sister. Put it on your, put it on your schedule. She actually yeah. was still confused at why I was doing that. <laughs> Man, was that's like, a great, that's a great idea. I was like, listen, Alicia is her name. I was like, Alicia, the relationship I have with you means so much to me. I don't want to just put you in the dust and be like, oh, I'm just going to call you randomly. I want to put you in my calendar every week so I can love on you and talk about life and talk about experiences. We're connected more than anybody else. Yeah. So why don't we establish that on a specific time and date? Dude, that's awesome, man. I should probably be doing that with my mom. I don't talk to her enough. I love that idea, bro. That's, that's super important to have that date night, to have that, the hike and all that kind of stuff, man. Everything, I love it. Man. Let's, um, okay. So 
Man, I love how deep we've gone on here. I didn't expect it. And that's why this is so beautiful. This is, this is why it's so beautiful, this thing, man. So, all right. I got a lot of listeners who are like, you know, entrepreneur on social media. You know, there's obviously you're, you've done well. Talk about social media to me, you know, as, okay. So you're obviously a change. You're changing. You're in like a growth, like a transformation style yeah. thing right now. Yeah. Now you've done well with social media. Let's talk about your growth. Um, then we could get into some specifics, but like what, maybe just paint a picture of how you've been able to do, you've been able to succeed in social media and how is what you've done going to evolve into like the next version of you with social media? Yes. Yeah, so I always thought that the number of people that follow you meant the world, but that was because it was coming from an ego place and it was an image place. It wasn't a true business and growth phase and like really setting intentions of what I wanted with my vision. And so when I learned that I shifted everything. I wasn't afraid to sell online. I wasn't afraid to post what I wanted, be myself, like just be my authentic self. I said, fuck it. And so when it comes to social media growth, if you want numbers, numbers don't stay. Numbers don't stay. Value stays and quality stays. And so this is what I tell anyone and everyone that asks me questions about how to grow their social media. Stop trying to grow your social media and start growing yourself and start showing that to the world, and then it'll grow itself. And so with Instagram especially, um, you know, there's certain tactics like hashtag this, hashtag that, post this many times, just fucking post high value stuff as often as possible, but don't run out of juice. It's always, it's always give a lot of value more than what people are expecting, but provide that value in different ways. It's not always about all of the content, it's about, Throwing in little words, maybe the same word in every single post. Like for me, I have the create you agency. I put create you everywhere and I always shift it. I'm like, let me coach you. Let me create you. Let me do that. And it's always like keeping it in there. It's subconscious mind. Just throw it in there, throw it in there, throw it in there, throw throw it in there. And soon enough, they're attached to you. And that's where your growth comes. There's a phrase that I use is, if you eat right, you feel right. And if you feel right, you look right. And if you look right, you do right. You dig. And I did that on YouTube for a couple of years. Everyone was doing it. Everyone was following me. They wanted to be a part of it. I also used it's meal time whenever I ate something. And so when you come up with these catchphrases, that's where you can grow. Establish something that people want to be a part of, that they want to use in their own life. And that's where the value builds for social. And so for me, I started from ground zero. I went to Facebook. A lot of people don't know this. It's going to be written in my book, in my next book. I went to Facebook. I got in contact with all of the people, all, all these guys in India that, that ran all these Facebook pages. And then I built relationships with each of them. And then I started buying shout outs to a fitness motivation page that I owned. And so I would build that fitness motivation page until 150,000. And then I would build a couple other pages, motivational videos, and like a couple different pages, so niche pages. Then I would take all those followers, and I'd push them to my Facebook page, Brennan Myers. So I'd post things, I'd trickle in things. And so I would pay for a shout out $5, $10, $5, $10, $5, $10. At the time, I was a personal trainer, and I would just bring in that revenue and then just, just pay for these shout outs, right? And so I funneled all the way from that relationship with the Indian guys all the way to my YouTube. And I used to post on Facebook every three hours for, I would say, honestly, a year and a half, two years. I say six months. It was like two years. 
every three hours, I would post something because I know that content's king. People want to see stuff. They want to be a part of it. And so I would do, I would just, I would just listen to what people were saying. Like, what do they want? And I would just create it. Right. And I wanted to do it. So it's, it, it went through that funneling system where like I paid for something, but I was strategic all the way through the tree to funnel them into what I really wanted to do. And that was YouTube and teach people how to work out with bodyweight training. And so I would just funnel, funnel, funnel. And that's why I tell anyone like, Hey, if, if you can pay for, for, for just a little bit of exposure, do it, do it. Money's not going to die with you. Your legacy is going to definitely die or, or is, is definitely going to be there when you die. So why not do everything it takes to get to that legacy and bring that value and, and, and establish yourself with the vision that you have in your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So I, I, I built all of my social medias separately. My Instagram, my YouTube, my Facebook. I understand Instagram growth. I understand how to, like, all the growth hacking things on there. Like I know all the niche pages there. It, you pay for a shout out here and then they, they send you over here and then followers come over here and then you have to post a certain amount of content during a, a certain time period. Like, you can go into all of that, right? There's, th- those are many ways to, to build social medias. But now, if all that stuff is kind of dried out and it's more so about value because there's a million people with a podcast. Yeah. There's a million people trying to post a booty workout. There's a million people trying to teach someone how to do real estate. So what makes you different? Words. Your words, your world. It's the same for other people. So you use specific words that catch on. Two, the consistency, show up. If you show up, you're like 90% in, but keep on showing up. And number three, stay present. Listen to what people are saying and stay present with yourself and be vulnerable. That's fucking it. And you'll grow. Yeah. Oh man. Amazing. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, right? You just got to be you, man. At the end of the day, I, I truly believe like that's the thing with podcasting There's becoming so, but so many, but I think a lot of people are just trying to, they're so worried that somebody had success doing it one way. So they got to do it like that. And there's like, they're just so worried about trying to re, re copy somebody else. Right. And with this, it's like, it's just all about being yourself. And I truly like, I, I that's why with this show, I don't have a lot of structure with it. I like to just flow, feel the conversation, right. go with, you know, some days, Hey man, some days I'm not feeling as great right? The conversation is not going to be as great. And the, who knows? The other person doesn't talk. There's all these things, but you just got to show up and be you and do the, give it the best advantage you can possibly do. Great you. Yeah, great exactly. You. And same with value, like creating those, you know, one minute videos and just like, just literally, this is the thing I wanted to ask you is that like, how do you, so with posting a lot, like let's say Facebook, how do you, st- first of all, keep creating good content but without it being like fucking annoying and salesy, like, cause there's yeah. that fine line of being like, I know there's, there's people that are really good at it. There's like a certain strategy, you know, there's like a certain amount of like business stuff. Then there's like family stuff and there's like a format. But like, for me, I find a challenge that it, I don't want to be annoying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I can be like, I could see that person. I could see them a mile away and be like, fuck, you're annoying. But then some, I'm like, oh, this guy's great. Or she's great. Yeah. You know? What's your strategy? What's your thoughts on that? So you know why Instagram has so many ways to, to reach and engage with people? It's so that you can use them all. It's so that Instagram stories, you want to be annoying. 
Because guess what? People watch it. Yeah. Instagram posts. They don't want you to be as annoying, but they want value. They want high, high quality stuff. And then you have Instagram TV. There's a select amount of people that do watch that, but they're your most diehard. They really fucking care about you. So you have three platforms on one platform. And then you also have Instagram DMs. And then you also have the comment section. And you also have other hashtags you can go to. So like, if you use everything, that's enough. It's not about posting every single day on your Instagram page. It's about just use it, utilizing everything. And I'm going to be honest, my Facebook page, I rarely ever post on it anymore. I rarely do. My YouTube, I haven't really much. I'm actually launching the Create You experience, which is a podcast. Love to have you on it. And that's when I do launch that, I'm going to be everywhere. And it's about just providing value. Just give. Give people quotes. What do people like to, 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 to go on Instagram for? They like quotes. What do they do? They screenshot it. They send it out. Put your logo on there. What else do they like? They like little small tips that they can use immediately. What do you do? Create a tip. Put it out there. Boom. You're good to go. Yeah. So just give value and people don't care. It's when, it's when you're selectively saying, buy this, buy this, buy this, when people get annoyed. It's not the value part. And if you think it's annoying, the amount of value that you're providing, let's say if I post a five minute ab workout uh, every three days and I think it's kind of annoying, it's literally me being annoyed with myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. This is, this is great, man, because there's just, there's that fine line and, and, and it's such a, it's such a, things are changing so much in social media in the last two years, even with Facebook has changed a lot. And you know, now yeah. LinkedIn is, is super powerful. LinkedIn is becoming powerful for podcasts and other things. Have you, have you tapped into LinkedIn at all? Or have you, uh, I haven't. If you would like to give me a full, full <laughs> one-on-one tutorial on it, that'd be great. Uh, I'm definitely not like a, a pro at it. I, like I, you know, I have a guy that helps me out quite a bit with it, but you know, it's, um, it's definitely, it's definitely a good platform. A lot of professional people on there and it's kind yeah. of, um, but, but yeah, I, uh, I wanted to talk as well about, I wanted to talk about first your, your first book, right? Yeah. Anything and then, is possible. Funny. Anything is possible. And then I want to talk about, you're talking about another book. So how different are the two? And you know, yeah. let's. Oh man. You know, what's funny. No one's ever asked me about my, my first book. And it's actually something that I wrote myself. It was like a, a hundred pages it's called anything is possible. Um, the point of it is to teach people, number one, anything is possible with their training. And so I, I literally go through and I teach them exactly how to work, like to, to create their own workouts and their own programs and stuff. And when I talk about delivering value, I gave them my secrets. I gave them everything that I know and how to structure systems and, and everything. To, and that, and that, but that was years ago. That was like six years ago. It was five years ago when I was hustling hard. I just wrote a book. It's like, I'm going to do this. And so... The difference between that book and this new book that I'm, that I'm working on is that this new book encompasses anything is possible in a different way. It's all about creating you. And that's, that's like my, the, the new business motto of like pretty much it represents me. It's like creating you, creating your vision, creating the vulnerability that you have, the authenticity. Where does it all come from? What is your story? How do you bring that story to life? What makes you so contagious? What brings smiles to other people's faces? What is it 
and then also what's holding you back. So this book that I'm, that I'm working on is all about how you go through the, the deepest of the deep shit. Everybody does. Everybody goes through very, very low lows and very high highs. But how do you get out of it? And what does it look like on me? So you can actually see what it looks like. And so I go through everything that happened in the six-month period. And then I go through how I created myself, truly, what it really took and how I built businesses and I launched a create you agency and I started building influencers businesses and how I made them successful and how I know graphic design and copywriting and email marketing and, and social media and videography and photography and every single ad, Facebook advertising, how I learned all that stuff and put it all together and what it truly takes to get to where you want to be and build the vision of your life. And so that's what the book encompasses the story part, but also where I am now and what it took to really get there. Wow. And so that's what I'm super excited to, uh, to eventually release. And honestly, it, it's February 13th it, or whatever day it is. And it, it might be like a month or two months down the line, but that it's, I want to teach people how to truly create themselves. And it's not just about fitness. Like I, I can do fitness like on the back of my hand. It's about everything, all areas of life. Fitness just happens to be one of my passions. Do people know that I love to sing in the shower? That I love to sing? Do people know that I love snowboarding? That I love ice hockey? That I played, I yeah, played like, all sports? Yeah, right? <laughs> like that's the thing is that we're way more than just our niche. We are personalities. Yeah. We are, we like to be funny. We like to laugh because guess what? As humans, we're all the same. We're joyous. We like, we, we like to laugh, like to be happy, like to be connected. We like to be, we like, we like our authentic self. I mean, that's, that's it. That's why egos exist because we like our authentic self. Yeah, man. We're love, you know, that's, we're, it's, that's what we are. We're love, man. Like it's, uh, and people get so afraid to, to be like that, to be themselves because they're, they're trying to compensate, you know, yeah. external circumstances, man. So let's, uh, just a couple more questions for you, buddy. And I just want to go, what is your, what is your morning routine look like and how has it changed from before to now? And yeah. What- so, so this is very interesting. You know, I've been traveling a lot, a lot over the past six and a half months. So my morning ritual is not good at all. But what I will tell you is that, um, wh- when it is, like my morning ritual. So I'm, I'm moving to Denver. I'm like going to be on my, my ritual when I'm in town. I am on my ritual. So I usually wake up at five 30 AM. I'll go out back. I have a nice view of LA or I'll just, I'll just grab some tea, right? I grab some tea always. I just sit down and I sip on my tea for about 10 minutes, wake myself up a little bit. After that, I meditate. I do Wim Hof, um, a couple of different, different ways of meditation. Sometimes I'm just, I just, I'm there. I just be right after that. I go journal. I journal my thoughts. What, what came up for me. And then I don't look at my phone yet. I, I will not look at my phone and then I'll go either. I'll just, I usually I'll, I'll read like 10. I, I always like to read 30 minutes. So like I'll read, but if I don't read, then I'll go and train, I'll go work out. And then once I'm done with working out and everything, then I'm ready to, to set myself up to win for the entire day. And that's helped me a lot because everything is in my calendar. 
Like I know when I'm supposed to be doing things. I block out the certain time so I know what it is. And usually the morning ritual, it only takes ritual. Sounds like a, like a cult. Um, <laughs> the, the, I just got out of a cult. No, um, it's, it's really just about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. That's all you need. So I'm out of the door by 645. I'm going, I'm training by like 715. And then I'm, I'm, I get home by 9, 9.15, 9.30, and you're ready to go for the rest of the day until 10. And if you work from like 10 to, let's say, 5 or whatever it is, you have a lunch break in there as well. You have that whole evening to do whatever you want, 5 o'clock or even end early. Work from like 10 to 1. Go, go do something for two hours and then work from 3 to 6. And then you have the rest of the night to do whatever you want. Yeah, no, for sure. What, um, that's the thing with routines is it's, it's like, uh, it's always evolving too, right? Like Wim Hof in the cold shower, bro. That's been, that's life changing. I used to do that all the time. It just, it depends, man. Every day is different. Like you wake up and you're like, you know what? I'm going to jump in the cold shower and I'm not going to do as much meditation. It's a real mind fuck, man. That, that cold shower some days is like, but it really, it it really just gets you that you into that like discipline that you're telling your body like, no, like you're not a little bitch, you know, like let's, let's get out. Let's, let's no. go. Like, you know, no, you're not a bitch. No. You know, that feeling of like whether you should, you know, miss it or not. And once you do it, you always feel good. So <laughs> man, it's, it's so funny. That really, really bothers you huh? in the mornings. I can see that it's like to the core. You're like, bro, mornings for me is like mornings for me is the hard part. Cause Everybody, like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. The night before, we have it all figured out. Tomorrow, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this in the morning. And when that morning comes and it's cold out and your bed's warm and that person you care about is beside you and you're like, man, I don't want to, like. You're, like, trying to grab everything to get up. You're, like, just grabbing that life. (laughs) But, but man, when you get up, when you're like, no, I'm not snoozing. I'm I'm getting these things done. You get the meditation. I do a lot of gratitude. When that's done and, and, and you know, I feel like I've done it in a reasonable amount of time. It's the best feeling. And the whole day after that, you set yourself up subconsciously that you're not slacking in any areas. You're like the gym, you know, in all areas. Cause a lot of times if you slack in the first bit of your day, it's okay. You're telling your body it's okay later on. That's what I personally I've noticed. So man, this is awesome. What, um, where can everybody find you? Let's, uh, let's get you plugged in here. Um, so yeah, you can find me, just type in my name, Brendan Myers, B-R-E-N-D-A-N-M-E-Y-E-R-S. You'll find me on Instagram at the B Myers, same thing, Twitter, the B Myers. Um, and then YouTube, just type in my name again, Facebook, my name, just type in my name. You'll find me. I'm, pr- I'm pretty there. Yeah. I'm like there, you know? Yeah. I'm just- <laughs> yeah. You're uh, yeah. You're a little bit more jacked than the average guy. So they'll be yeah, able to probably find you. <laughs> I work out once in a while, you know? <laughs> But I, you know, I've had some severe injuries. Now it's more about functionality, enjoying, enjoying training. I used to be like, yo, got to go to the gym. got to get this in. Got to take my creatine. Got to, now I'm just like, yo, I just want to make it to the gym and train, you know? So Mom, like, where's the protein? Where's the protein? <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. Oh, I used to do this thing really quick. I used to drink this shake called Russian bear 5,000 already sounds crazy. It had deer antler and stuff in there. It was crazy. Um, and each, each shake, really what you're supposed to do is put like a certain amount of scoops in a jug of milk, a gallon of milk, and drink it all day, and it's 5,000 calories. So I would, I would just take one big shake, 1,000 calories in the morning, and 1,000 calories at night. 
So there's 2000 calories right there. And I would, I would, I would consume 6,000 calories a day. And so every single time I drank that shake, I would feel like I'm going to throw up immediately, but I would like hold it down and then I would go and eat breakfast immediately right after. And this is every single day for three years. Hilarious. It was the, (laughs) this is a great way to end, man. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Well, I mean, you evolved, right? You're learning and you know, that's why you'd be a good, good mentor and service to others, man, because you've done it, you know, you've learned and you know what to do and what not to do, which is, which is important when you're trying to, you know, teach people and help people, right? You got to have lived, you know, you have to walk the walk before you can teach it. Right. So it's, uh, that's true, man. I appreciate you. Seriously. Bro. Thank you so much for allowing me to get vulnerable and to, to, to open up and you did the same. So, uh, I would love to have you on my, my podcast. If you want to fly out to Denver, uh, and, and create an experience there that we can, you know, share with the world. I would love that create you experience. So appreciate you, man, man. That'd be awesome. I, that'd be, yeah. So for sure. I'd be down for that. What, um, let's, before we, we end, I always ask everybody this, the first thing that comes to your mind, what's the one thing that you, one tip that you could use for people you may have taught, you've probably hit it already. One thing that you could, people can use to overcome adversity, to go on to create whatever the life they want. What's that yeah, one thing? One thing. Man, that's to overcome adversity. I, this is going to sound a little bit like it, it's, it's called focusing out. You focus out 100% be vulnerable with someone that you do not want to be vulnerable, vulnerable with at all. And it's going to teach you so many lessons. Like go to the, if it's your brother and you feel like you guys have such a tarnished relationship, literally sit down with him and cry and talk to him from your heart and tell him exactly how you feel. That's my tip. I know it's a little different. Try it. And you tell me, anybody tell me exactly how you feel after. It's going to be absolutely riveting. It's, your life will transform. It's mind-blowing if you get vulnerable enough. So that's my tip. Man, that's fire. Vulnerability is so key and it's so, it's so aligned with you know everything that um, – entrepreneurs should be and you know everything that i've experienced lately it's all about vulnerability so it's just like the universe being just just basically uh you know confirming that you know when you practice something and then you hear somebody else talk about it it's like all right you know it may it, yeah it, yeah it's already there you're like you're good i'm good yeah that's how you overcome adversity man thank you so much i i can't wait to connect with you on social media and see your growth and you know, everybody, you guys, make sure you follow Brandon Myers. He's got, he's got some incredible stuff. He's learned a lot, and he can really help you out. And make sure you follow him, Brandon Myers. All the stuff will be in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks so much. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for Cheers, having me. brother. Yeah. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got some value from that. Without you guys, this isn't possible. So I really, really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the episode and got value from it, Go ahead and rate it, review it, hit that subscribe button. We want to get this to as many people as possible. and We want this thing to grow. So go ahead, rate, review, subscribe. And I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you so much. You just finished another class at the University of Adversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in again next time for more life lessons with Lance ECOs.